Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank the Lord for the opportunities that we have, so would you mind praying with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all of the blessings that you have given us. We thank you for the opportunity to serve others. We want to show your love through our actions and through our lifestyles, and we pray that you will bless our actions as we do that. In your heavenly name we pray. Amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. You're listening to Cajun Catholics. I'm your host, Todd Citron. Excited today to have Miss Tammy Warner on the show. She is the event director of Hearts in Service of Acadiana. Welcome to the show, Tammy. Thank you so much. All right. Our co-host today is the lovely Miss Patrice (laughs) Lewis. Am I saying that right? Yes, that's yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's been so long, Patrice, I forgot your last name. But she's an angel, and uh, she's uh, uh, brought uh, Tammy here to us today to promote her event. And uh, thank you for being on the show and co-hosting. Thank you for having All me. All right. So, Tammy, tell us a little bit about yourself. I grew up in central Louisiana and moved to south Louisiana years ago. And recently, I say recently, about five years ago, became involved in the organization of Hearts in Service that is a crafting organization. We, as a group of about 15 to 20 minutes, uh, 20 ladies, and we meet monthly. And we use that time at, for our business meetings. And then we meet usually two or three other times during the month. And we have what we call workshops. And during those workshops, a certain amount of supplies will be provided for a, a, product, a product or an item that we're gonna work on. And we gather together and we work on it and we'll make multiple, I want to say copies of that same item. So we'll have that for our artisan market, which is what we're talking about later today. All right. Take us back. Now you can admit she's from Pineville and, uh, and, <laughs> and she's keeping that on the download, but no, I'm kidding. Uh, so, and you moved to uh, New Iberia, I believe you told me, and, and Tammy's got a big heart for, for Christ and I want her to share a little bit about her faith life, but um, you know, how is how are our Christians different in Pineville than they are in, in New Iberia and uh, Youngsville? I have yeah. to say, in Pineville, it's a little more conservative. Okay. Lifestyle. Interesting. All right, and so tell me a little bit about your 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 youth growing up. Where did where does your faith life come from? Was it a parent, a grandparent? I was very blessed and grew up in a wonderful Christian home and was always in church from the time I was born. And I married a wonderful Christian man. And so we raised our own children in, in a Christian home. And I'm blessed that they have stayed close to the Lord. Nice. And where did y'all meet? Got, got a, we love to hear a, lo- a love story. We actually met at church. There you go. <laughs> That's always, hey, young <laughs> listeners, my mother always said, can't you meet someone in church instead of the bar? You know, <laughs> That's always a better place, right? So, so Yeah, we actually did meet in church. Nice. It didn't take long? No, not really. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And so, again, you... Give me someone in your family that that you that you we, they always like to say the Mount Rushmore of your Christian faith, but who, who really uh, uh, molded you? I I would say my parents as mm-hmm. to, as a unit together, and again I was so lucky that they were faithful to Christ and were such good mentors and good role models for me to follow. Okay, as I was growing up. 
And so obviously you, you have many talents because uh, a, a big part of this organization is crafts. And I'm, I'm real curious to know what, what it is that you, that you construct. What I personally do is I kind of consider myself a jack of all trades because I like to dabble in different things. I sew a little bit, so sometimes I'll help with a sewing project and I like to paint a little bit. So sometimes I'll paint some things and or help paint with some items. I don't really do any woodworking, so I leave that to other people who have the equipment that they need for that. So we all kind of help each other. And I think that's one of the biggest blessings to me that I have gained through Hearts in Service is because you may not know how to do something, you can still participate. Some people who don't think that they're artists or they don't have any talent, what they find is once they give it a try, they do. And so it's been a learning process even for me, and I've been crafting all my life, but I have learned so much just by going to these workshops where the materials are provided and somebody knows how to do it, and they teach the rest of us. I see. Come on in, Patrice. Yes, it's wonderful. And so what I love about um, when I got involved with Hearts in Service was two years ago, I went there to do a presentation for their ladies because they were considering our organization um, a pregnancy center and clinic. This year, they're going to sponsor and raise funds for um, Foster the Love, which is a fabulous organization. Um, they were raising money for a pregnancy center and clinic. So I got to attend their meetings, as she was saying, and I got to see the fruit of their labor. And so when they say workshops, these ladies work. They're not just there sipping coffee and talking about the latest gossip. These ladies get together and they work and they create the most beautiful craft. They create these beautiful angels you can put on top of a Christmas tree. Um, they have baked goods. They make tamales that they vacuum seal, which I was told are really, really good. <laughs> That's always I the like best tamales. seller. They do a lot. They make these gumball machines. They make um, uh, little knitted items that you can use for wintertime. So it's a perfect, the artisan market is very neat because it's right in time for your Christmas shopping. So if you're wondering what to give that loved one or that friend or someone at the office, come to the artisan market. You will love it. The atmosphere is through the roof. There's Christmas music playing in the background, so you're feeling in the mood while you're shopping. <laughs> and so it's just a really neat, neat um, experience. And, and getting to know these ladies, I just admire them so much because they have a lot of people want to do something good for the community but they don't quite have the organization needed these ladies are organized and equipped so they work all year from january up until the event so when it's time for the event to happen they are fully prepared and so it's just it's just a wonderful army to see what they can produce um throughout the year and so it's quality products and i just absolutely love them so we appreciate them thank you so much one thing that we do strive for is to have products that people can find useful because in today's economy, when you buy gifts for other people, you want them to be able to use it for a purpose and not just a little knickknack, although we do have plenty of those as well. And um, most of our items, we work really hard to package them so that they're easy to gift. Many of them will already be in a little bag with a bow and they're just ready for you to take and give to someone. So it's perfect for teacher gifts and secret Santas, anything like that where you just need a little something or you can come in and buy your favorite painting and yeah. we have all of the above. Yeah. Like it sounds like guy gifts because when I go buy gifts, you know, I need someone to wrap it for me also, you know, that's a big deal, right? So if we can just get it and put it under the tree, that's good stuff. 
And uh, so give me an idea, like there's how many women are involved? It's about 15 to 20 okay. women. All right. And so we're going to promote this throughout the show. But again, the Artisan Market will be at the Palmetto Club November 4th and 5th. And it's from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And it's free admission. And all of the proceeds are going to a very needy cause. They're going to foster the love this year. And they plan to use the funds that we're able to supply to help them find a more permanent location and a bigger location than where they are now. And I'm sure they will also use the funds to help and support the foster families that are involved. So many times when the children go into foster care, they are taken immediately from a bad situation. And so they leave that situation and they go into their foster homes with very little, sometimes just the clothes on their back. Okay. And so we hope to be able to supply So support. these are all very local organizations, right? Foster the Love is a Lafayette organization. Yes, and t- it Tell is. us a little bit more about what they do. Yeah, well, they, as she was saying, foster the love. Um, so when a child is in a, a dangerous situation, uh, let's say it's abusive or neglect, and uh, DCFS or some um, agency gets involved, they have to find real quickly a family to place that child with. But that child comes to the family. So the family, the foster family is willing to take the child, no problem. But the foster family may not have the resources, may not have the clothes, the toothbrush, the toothpaste, just things we may take for granted. Foster the Love comes in and provides that. It makes it easier on the foster family to take in the child. So it makes the process a lot easier. A lot of times children are taken directly from school or directly from their daycares or even a hospital situation. So there's not time to go home and it's not a situation that you can easily go back into to get pajamas and to get clothes for them to wear to school. And one thing that Foster the Love does is they prepare a backpack for each child and they have a snack in there and a teddy bear and coloring book, something for the children to use and to do while they wait for paperwork to be processed. And it just gives them something of their very own that they can latch onto, which gives them a sense of security at a time where everything seems upside down. Yeah, y'all speak to the uh, need in Acadiana. I mean, Patrice, you, you, you're where the rubber meets the road there with a pregnancy center and and then also you guys are supporting this uh, foster thing but how great is the need in Lafayette? The need is great especially when you look at in all honesty with well even before Roe v. Wade was overturned I was speaking with a, a donor who could not have children naturally but his his wife got pregnant but he shared with me a story about how women go into the, our local hospitals here in Lafayette Louisiana the women have the babies and the women leave the hospital and never return for their babies. Wow. Never return. And when I act, when he shared that with me, I was appalled. And I said, this is happening in our community? He said, yes. And he said in a few days, he saw three babies whose moms never returned. What? So this is a very huge need. And that's where Foster the Love is coming in is to make sure that these children whose mom, and for whatever reason, we don't know what the moms are thinking, we don't know their situation, but that these children can, if it's the hospital, if it's the school, hey, we have a family that wants to love on this baby. How can we make that process, that transition easier and foster the love will provide those resources. So it is, I was appalled. It's unfathomable for me to think that a woman would go in the hospital and leave their baby there and never return. But it's happening in our 
community. And so it's a very huge need. That is amazing. And where, where would that baby go? Where, where, what do you know? So at that point, that's when DCFS would step in. And that's when DCFS would try to find that foster family mm -hmm. that could fill in that gap. Who could take the baby for a season or for a period? Um, Sometimes DCFS will try to see their immediate family. I've seen that happen where the daughter left the baby at the hospital, but the grandmother was contacted. Um, and she took the baby. So there are different ways that can work out. But either way, someone has to get involved. The Department of Family. Child and Family Services. And, family. and is there a Lafayette representative? There normally you can call. There's a local number. So mm -hmm. I don't know if there's a Lafayette representative. I'm pretty sure there is. But I know there's a, a, a number you can call and get DCFS. But there are social workers at the hospitals. I see. And at the schools. And I so see. when it happens, they get involved and they contact the authorities, the proper authorities. Great. Well, today, again, uh, you're listening to Cajun Catholics, and today's guest is, is Tammy Warner, and she is the event director for Hearts in Service of Acadiana. Just a, a blessing to our community as uh, uh, migrated way down from Pineville over here into Youngsville now, and uh, <laughs> we're, we're blessed to have her. You mentioned you paint, and, and there, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining, are we talking about walls, or are you painting on can or are we painting pictures? We paint, I paint pictures. All right, tell me what, what, what kind of art you have going. I usually paint little churches or sunflowers, so we're not talking about a Monet here. No, 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 <laughs> no, but those are Monets. What's your favorite that, you, um, that you've done so far? I like to do the sunflowers, and lately I've been working with shattered glass, where you take broken glass and you use that to be the color of your painting. That's and amazing. I've done a lot of Christmas trees and crosses and flamingos of, of all things. People like the flamingos. Absolutely. So just anything that we can do, we put it together. That's one of the only birds I don't shoot. I'm a duck hunter. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, so uh, tell me, uh, Tammy, about um, is there? Do you have your art on social media? Is there anywhere that how could we see some of this? Yes, yeah. we do. We have a Facebook page that is Hearts and Service of Acadiana, and we would love to see you like our page, and you can see some of the items because as we create them throughout the year, we post pictures of them on that Facebook page. So you're welcome, and we'd love to have you be a part of Hearts and Service of Acadiana, our Facebook page. All right. I love that. I want to turn the page back again a little bit to, to your faith life because, you know, obviously if you're, if you're knee-deep into, into this philanthropy that you and Patrice, I always want to know what's the backstory because it doesn't just happen. And, and so, so, you know, how has your prayer life or tell me, like, what, what really motivates you when it comes to your faith? I think because I was a school teacher and I worked with children and I saw so many of the needs firsthand that that's where it comes from. And obviously it comes from Christ in my heart and wanting to be able to do something to support his love through my lifestyle and through the things that I do. So we try to do, that's exactly what we try to do is to show Christ through our actions mm -hmm. with our market big bible reader i mean are you as uh, that something are you a big reader in general i am a big reader in general i was a children's librarian <laughs> oh okay i asked the right question so share with us you know i always like to know where people are today and something that they read or something they picked up in their faith that you can share with our audience um that's a interesting question i think what right now i'm studying several different women of the bible and it's interesting to find the strength that women had even back in biblical times, the 
the strength of character and the ability to overcome so many obstacles. You know, sometimes we think that that's a modern day thing that we have uncovered and we have allowed our freedoms as women, but really it's an age old situation and we're being able to study that in two or three different ways at this point. No, oh, Patrice is all smiling over there. She's all covered up with all kind of good stuff. Come on, jump in here, Patrice. I know you got stuff to share. You're fine. So, uh, yeah, so this is good. Um, the Women of the Bible is good. I know uh, I'm in Nehemiah right now, and Nehemiah um, was a great man of God who, at that time, Jerusalem was in ruins, and he just had a heart for his community, a heart, and it made me think, hey, God, you know, give me a heart for my community because sometimes we can be in a bubble and everything's going good with us and we so are unaware of what's going on in others' lives. And so um, for him to uh, really have a heart for what's going on, the broken down situations, and then to go back and, and fix things and, and get a plan from God of how to do it. And I, what I loved about Nehemiah, everything he did, he was so careful to give God the praise, number one. Everything he did, he dedicated it to God first, and then he went on and did it. So he made sure that everything he did was successful. And um, so I just love that. So um, I'm reading Nehemiah about rebuilding. So. That's good stuff. I'm, I'm heavy into Mary and Martha and, and Lazarus, I guess, you know, and and um, this is something that just keeps coming up. I don't know, every everything I read and, and t- talking specifically about how Jesus, uh, when he went to visit them, how, how Mary... Uh, chose the better half, right? Mary visited with Christ, but but Martha was out in the kitchen trying to hurry up and get get all the food and everything ready. But the reflection I read was about how both are super important, and, and Jesus knew that. He knew that both were important, but it, it's just, for me, like the Bible, like it's all about that time, like right then and there. It's that time, you know, where Jesus is saying, look, you know, I'm here to sit at my feet and learn from me this is what's most important at this moment we're going to eat we're going to eat we have to eat we need to eat like right I, I love to eat but uh at some point we're going to get that food but but the food that christ has to give to us we, we need right now that's good you know that's, that's what's good. on my Absolutely. heart yeah that's good. uh and so you know i don't know um i'm, I'm enjoying uh I, i'm like you i do i love to read I, and, I, and i'm reading like five books at one time and i can't finish any <laughs> of them you know i'm like in the middle of a million things i'm getting them all confused but okay so what about uh, uh what do you have a favorite book of the bible or saying uh, i know you saw that first peter thing and you're uh no okay all right that's <laughs> uh, all right um yeah i mean the good lord speaking how about you patrice i know you got a lot of good bible verses yeah i do own. my favorite that keeps me grounded is philippians two thirteen, which says that we he wills and works in us to do of his good pleasure and so it speaks to me sometimes we do good things and we're like oh my gosh i'm all that i am so awesome but when it's really him working in us and then he gives us the desire to do those things that are good. So we're never by ourselves. And I think sometimes as Christians, we try to do it like we know we have to do good work. So we're trying to do it similar to Martha. She knew there was a good work, but she was getting so frustrated because she's trying to do it herself. When Mary knows the same good work, but she's like, OK, let me get what I can. Let me let me depend on the father for that strength, for that grace, right? The good works we do are done by grace. Grace gives us the power. So God doesn't ever want us to try to do things on our own. He wants us, if he called us to do it, which is key. Sometimes we try to do things he didn't call us to do and we get frustrated. 
But if he calls us to do it, he gives us the grace to do it. And then when it's all said and done, we're smiling and we're happy and we're like, woo, go God. Instead of like, oh my gosh, this is falling apart. <laughs> you know, so Philippians 2.13 is one of my favorite that he wills and works in us to do his good pleasure. So if we're depending on him, putting all um, into him, then in t- return, he gives it all back to us and we're able to go the distance for him. All right. While you got the floor, Patrice, tell us about your event. So this is our third annual, and we call it a Friendsgiving diaper drive through This was developed in 2020 during COVID, as you all know, and we were looking for a safe yet effective way to reach the community with our services and just love on the community. And so we decided, why not have families drive up we give them free diapers and they drive away and they receive information about the clinic and the first one was a success we did it again last year we want to do it again this year and we're partnering with first baptist lafayette so i really want to thank them they're supplying 300 packs of diapers for us to give to 300 families in the community and so that is happening november 16th at first baptist lafayette located at 1100 lee avenue Lafayette, Louisiana, in downtown, which is perfect. And it's going to be from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. So the reason um, we are so thankful to Pastor um, James Pritchard of First Baptist because he realized um, First Baptist Church is central, right? So it's downtown. There's a bus stop right there. So even sometimes the women we see, transportation is an issue. This way they can catch a bus, get what they need, get back on the bus. Um, But it's a real tangible way to meet the needs because the women we've been seeing, especially lately, the needs, homelessness, drug addiction, don't even have food. Uh, we had a lady six months pregnant come in last week, has a little girl already, and she said, please, do you have some food that I can have just until I can I can get some? And so thankfully, we had a box of food for her that we could give her. And so research shows that women who consider abortion, which is what we're about, saving babies and moms from abortion, they are either number one in poverty or they already have one child. So we figure if we can get out in front and say, hey, if you ever find yourself in a situation where abortion seems like an option, you already know there's help. And that help is at a pregnancy center and clinic. All right. And the tickets for your event, that's... No tickets. Just no show tickets, up. Just show, just free, show up. Free drive event. up. Free. Free. Just free. Free, awesome. free. Free diaper sizes, one through six. So come on down. And if you don't need them, spread the word. And you can find our event on Facebook. Uh, on our Facebook page, the Pregnancy Center and Clinic, and you can go to apcclafayette.org and click on events, and you'll see information about the diaper drive-through. I love that in Acadiana, that you know our Catholic community can support all the denominations. We when we work together, there's nothing that can stop us, and I I really believe Lafayette does that as well as anyone, and uh, I'm very, so proud of our community for that. And thank y'all for so much for what you're doing. So let's turn back to Tammy. She's the star of the show today. Uh, want to continue to certainly promote her event uh it's the artisan market at the palmetto club which used to be all old the old a la carte we're going to say that because people know where that was downtown right yes but, in the uh, Center. yep so november 4th and 5th at 9 a.m to 2 p.m go ahead tammy tell us a little bit more um we would just love to see you there and again we use the money that we give that we take in a hundred percent of it of our take in that day goes to a charity of the Acadiana area. We don't use any of that money for our support fees or our needs through the year. We give our own money to do that. The ladies from the group, we pay our own money and our own offerings in order to do that so that we can give 100% 
of what we take in that day is given to charity. And you are a 501c3, right? We are definitely a 501c3. So if someone couldn't come that day, but they want to give to give to help foster the love, they can still absolutely make that day. So I would encourage you bring your girlfriends, make it a girls' date. So if you work on Friday, you still can go on Saturday. So you you absolutely. have no excuse not to be there. You can bring your boyfriends too. <laughs> you can, yes, <laughs> you can bring bring your boyfriend. <laughs> They'll be have, looking. They'll hold stuff for you. Yeah. Bring your we have hot coffee served and. Everybody seems to love our apple cider. It is good. The apple cider is love good. Love it. Okay. Um, uh, looking forward to, to that event. Um, it's going to be really nice and uh, going to have some great tra- uh, trade. Now, I'm going to ask this question because this is a, a silly but a, but a pertinent question. Like, I see people at at our dealership using vending machines with credit cards, which is crazy. And then I go to, like, football games and they don't take cash, you know. And then you go to McDonald's and you can use Visa. So so how can you pay for some of these crafts when you go? We do take cash, but we also take your credit card. Okay. So please don't let that hold you back. <laughs> yeah. We will gladly take your credit card. Or your husband's credit card. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, again, just a few minutes left on the show. Uh, you guys are, are doing all of God's work, and, and we can't say thank you enough. What what? Give me a little challenge for our listeners, maybe something that uh, you mentioned, Tammy, that, um, you know, anyone can do the crafts, that you don't necessarily have to be professionally trained. But I I know there's listeners out there that want to do good things for the community. And this is how would someone get involved and do that if they wanted to be with you? When we have our artisan market, we do have paperwork. And when I say paperwork, it's really just a little form asking for your name and phone number. But if you're interested in becoming a part of our group, we would love to have you. We're always looking for women who love to serve. And we would welcome you with open arms. If you are not able to make the market, which we hope that doesn't happen, we hope you can be at the market. But if you're not able to make the market, you are welcome to message us through our Facebook page and someone from our leadership team will be back in touch with you. Hearts and Service Facebook page. Is there a website? No no website? Just, no, we just, Facebook. just have Facebook. We okay. found that that was just the most effective. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Looking forward to that event. Uh, and, and, and again, um, just remind our listeners that uh, you've got about a week or two to, 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 get, to get to this event. And uh, if you want to be a part of it, uh, contact uh, through their Facebook page. And Tammy, I'm sure we can get, get her. Patrice, thank you for all you're doing with the Pregnancy Center. I mean, I'm on your texting list, and I get texts, uh, what, every day, sometimes multiple times, you know, to pray for the uh, the people that are that are considering pregnancies. And you're doing just a wonderful job. And uh, we have recently a little a little baby that we're asking for prayers, doing, doing yes, okay. Yes, he's sweet. And I hope I, I hope I don't cry, but he's so sweet. And um, uh, he was born and um, got a call from the parents that he wasn't breathing. The dad was crying. And so got to go to the hospital and see him. They had to take him away to another hospital. And now he's at another hospital, just went through heart surgery. And um, but they they call the team calls him a little warrior because he's just he's just fighting for his life. And What's his name? His name. I'm going to give you his nickname because I know if the parents want me to give you okay. the real. They call him the X-Man <laughs> <laughs> because he's he's a warrior. So they're calling him the X-Man. And so I love it. And he's a sweet little boy. They say he has a little temper. So I love that too because he has a little flair about him. But he's just so sweet. And so we're just praying. So when you pray, remember the X-Man and um, pray for his mom and his dad because um, I was on the 
text with the mom the other day and she said the doctors were telling her things that she just was like oh my gosh this is overwhelming but she's seen God steadily provide um and seeing God steadily work in this baby's life and so he's gonna survive and he, he's gonna be a conqueror he's not just gonna that's survive that's what I'm talking he, about he's gonna be a conqueror all right so. prayers for the x-man y'all please remember when you uh, say your prayers and I give a little bit extra for the x-man uh, you've been listening to Cajun Catholics with Tammy Warner today, uh, Hearts in Service of Acadiana. Look them up on Facebook. The event is November the 4th and 5th at the Palmetto Club, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Looking forward to that. Thank you all for being on the show. Uh, again, Apple Podcast or Spotify if you want to listen to Cajun Catholics and search Cajun Catholics. And uh, we always uh, uh, we challenge you to engage the Cajun Catholic community. Thank you all for being here. Keep thank, me in your prayers. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Citron. All right. God bless you both.